Recording from the San Fernando Valley and broadcasting to perverted minds around the world, it's the number one podcast in the adult entertainment industry, The Porn Director Podcast. Starring veteran filmmaker and award winner Sal Genoa, and he's the purveyor of the DSA, the king of drops, and the best producer in the biz, Khan. We are brought to you by ChechicArmy.com, AdamandEve.com, OnlyFans.com slash Sal underscore Genoa. If you like what you hear, you're going to love what you can see by subscribing to our video format at PornDirectorPodcast.com for only five bucks a month. You can follow the Porn Director Podcast on YouTube, Stitcher, and iTunes. Also, email Sal or Khan at PornDirectorPodcast.com. Let's talk porn. All right, guys, Khan is uh, out of town, so I called a dear friend of mine uh, to join us tonight. Don't forget adamandeve.com. Simply go there and get a selected item, uh, 50% off any of the selected items they choose for you, and you're going to get a free sex chair. How about that, Alan? A free sex chair and free shipping. Simply put Sal in the promo code at adamandeve.com. Okay, don't forget about that. I want to get right into this right away. Um no, heard about him for a while, uh, tracked him down, said, please, I'd love to shoot stuff for you. And he said, let's give it a shot. I've done some things for him. And I absolutely, I'm going to be honest. I'm not kidding. This is not because you're sitting in front of me. It's it's really enjoyable working for you. I'm, I'm dead serious. The, the food, I'm serious. The food is great. You're awesome. You're fun. You keep things active. You're really into it. I love, I'm not kidding. So thank you very much. So let's bring him on. Uh, Got to have drum roll. Something here, crazy. <laughs> doing these drops you know kind of it's hard when Khan's not here Khan is uh, the master of the drops what do we got I could drum roll and I could do anything what do we got here let's just pick egg. oh here we go no that's not gonna work uh, hi caramba alright here we go let's try it see what it works like see how this works the show's way better when he's here alright um All right, anyway, let's bring him on. Anyway, he's known around the world. Uh, he directs for Girls Way. Um, we're going to find out tonight a lot of things. We have a lot of games on the show I'd like to involve you in. But uh, please welcome to the studio, Stills by Alan. Hey, everyone. How are you guys doing? I got drops here, Alan. They're going to come up here. I'm really excited. Yeah. Oh, we'll go like this. Stupid! Yep. You're so stupid! There we go. Another way to bring you to the show. But anyway, we're here. So, Alan, please tell us... Uh, all about yourself. Let's start out with wh whom you're working for, how you got started, and all of the good things. Please. Um, my name is uh, Stills Bayon, and uh, I am uh, the exclusive director and producer for girlsway.com. That's huge, by the way. And you guys are always in the running every year for awards, aren't you? It didn't start out that way. Or I guess maybe it started out that way, but we, we our first year we didn't do so well. And then uh, our second year, we did really well. Um, I work, actually, I guess I'm not the only director. I sometimes co-direct with uh, my creative partner and producer, uh, Brie Mills. Oh, nice. And Brie Mills, uh, she has a huge following. Yeah. She has, she has tapped into uh, a market, you know, and she's really, um, w when you think of her stuff, you go, oh, this is going to be, you know, good quality stuff. Like, uh, I'm going to have her on the show one day. It'd be awesome. So You should. I'd be happy to try to write Oh, that'd be it. great. Thank you so much. So uh, anyway, Stills by Alan. Let's get back to your Stills game. Sure. Um, I I've heard from people around the business. Alan taught me everything I know. I heard that from a friend of ours. <laughs> so how did it all start for you to get in the industry? What year and... and 
Um, well, let's see. I moved to California in 2003 from Boston oh. with the uh, express intent of uh, joining the adult industry. Holy crap! Oh, it happened. <laughs> it happened. Wow. What, what were you... Uh, I always tell a story I've told a hundred times, but um, I, I used to go to AVN as a fan. This is so weird. My first uh, AVN show was 97, and I had big bags of stuff, and I waited in line to see Asia Carrera. I thought that would be fun. Um, were you a fan of the industry before? Oh, very much so. Oh, nice, uh, all nice. through my college years, oh. I was a big like porn fan, and I used to watch porn whoa, like, growing whoa, up. Whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Who'd you like growing up? Tell me. Oh, God. Because you're a little younger favorite? than I am. Yeah, yeah. No, it's probably a slightly different generation. Who is my favorite? The chick who like drove her Corvette off of like Mulholland? What was her Savannah. name? Savannah. Yes. <laughs> Yes. No, she was so pretty. I had the biggest crush on her when I was younger. And then obviously I really came of age in the Jenna Jameson, Brianna yeah. Banks kind of era. Nice, you know? nice. Brianna Banks' ex-husband got me started. Uh, what's his name? Bobby Vitale? Yes, that is correct. Bobby Vitale. He yeah, said, come on him. down and check it out. So I, I went down. I was all nervous. Um, Kelly Holland was shooting. Uh, Tony English. Cassidy came and sat on my lap and Bobby's like, let, let Sal touch your boobs. I'm like, Dude, this is your job. Like it freaked me out. So then uh, Kelly says, I want you to be in this. And I go, oh, I, don't, I can be an extra. Go buy that a watch from Raylene. So I'm like, okay. So that, and I went home. I was like, oh, my God, that's the greatest thing in my life. Um, so your sole purpose was to come down and. Yeah, my sole purpose wow. for moving to L.A. was to get involved in porn. I, I wasn't a director. I wasn't a photographer at that point. At that point, I was a graphic artist. And okay. uh, it was my intention to make um, DVD packaging art. Wow. Which. There was a huge market for that as well. Like uh, is, only like was, two, yeah. two people do that from that. Mostly everybody goes to. Yeah. Well, um, uh, back then. Yeah. 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 Uh, I actually worked. Uh, I got a job um, back then. They used to have this uh, AVN directory. It was like an actual printed. Thing. I remember. And uh, I, so I started. I was like, oh, you know, I made up all these mock box covers because I was I was yeah. a working like a web designer in, in on the East Coast in Boston. I did a lot of like flash animated websites and I did a lot of design for web and and I wanted to move into the print world and I wanted to move into the adult world. Um, so I came here and I made all these like kind of like mock box covers back in Boston and I moved out here. I literally had like a wow. suitcase full of clothes and like fifteen hundred dollars and I got a job being like a bouncer at like a strip club Jesus Christ. and um, and I started, you know, uh, on that AVN list and I, I made it to Jay. And uh, I, I, I had this appointment and I ended up with this uh, full time job. I quit the job at the bar right. and, I, and I for uh, two plus years was the uh, in-house box cover artist for a company called Jill Kelly Productions. I so, used to PA for Jill Kelly. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, shit. that company is now defunct. Wow. But, Can you um, name some of their contract stars? Alexis Amore, Jenna Hayes. Uh, we had Nikki Benz. Nikki we ben had Ashton Moore. We had um, obviously Jill. We had... Uh, Jill, Jenna, uh, Tyler Faith, uh, wow. who, was, who also was from Boston. So we were Where's your friends. accent? It's gone. What happened? Uh, it's just uh, a different part of Boston. It, <laughs> it's almost like a New York in that way. That, uh, if you grew up in Brooklyn, maybe you have like a really thick accent. If you The grew up, shacks. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of who our other contract girls were. Uh, we had Sonara Fox for Jesus a little while. Christ. Uh, we had um, uh, Cindy Crawford, not to be confused I, with I the remember. other Cindy Crawford. Yep, I remember. She was good. Um, uh, this is what I did all day is, uh, is look at pictures of these girls and, uh, and archive pictures. And at that time, we were kind of going um, from two transitions. We were going from VHS to DVD. Wow. So, so we were ma I was managing that transition. And also, I was managing the transition from digital to film. Um, we had this archive of film wow. that like this guy Brett, named Brett Barony had shot for us. I know, Brett. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... Um, 
and uh, and then they were just starting to use digital cameras, and I was kind of managing that transition and you know scanning our archives. The XL one, maybe. Oh, I, I couldn't tell you what cameras Before. they were using. I could only I kind of worked on the like almost like in post. The post, essentially. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Um, but, uh, you know, eventually uh, like anybody who would have fan, they, you know, they, they let me visit set and I started wow. to meet, meet those people. And, um, uh, the guy that I met, I don't know if you know him, you probably know him, but this guy named, uh, Todd Todd. Yep. Absolutely. And, know. Uh, he, he was our, uh, our onset stills photographer. Wow. He's and, still around. Uh, he's still floating around. I think he drives for an agency now. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He, I think he works over at like one one or whatever. <laughs> That's awesome. But, um, yeah, he's a good, he's a good buddy of mine. I like Todd. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, at first I was like, wow, that's a job that you, you just take photos here and, and, you know, um, awesome. so yeah, he, he kind of taught me a little bit. And, uh, then as Jill Kelly was leaving, I, I struck up a, a, a friendship with Brett and, uh, I became Brett's assistant for a couple, maybe about a year or so. Wow. And I helped him on a bunch of penthouse magazine layouts and I kind of learned a little bit about photography and, uh, and, and, uh, penthouse actually Kelly Holland and, and all them and at wow. the time, uh, Jenna, uh, I'm sorry, not uh, Jenna Valentine. What was her name? Stacy Valentine. Stacy Valentine. Stacy Valentine. Yeah, uh, it's a very sweet girl. Very sweet. Oh girl. my god. Um, uh, gave me my start to do some still photography over at Penthouse. And, wow, you know, that's a huge gig because I know they're they're no joke in their stills department. Yeah, well, I'm I'm pretty like diligent um, as far as. Um, you know, like uh, I, I tried to take the time to do the lighting right and learn everything that needed to be learned, and I worked for. I'm just throwing drops all night. They're quite impressive. Yes. Bordering on spectacular. Yes. Yes. (laughs) The drops come all night, Alan. You got to get used to it. I'm excited. But anyway, so yeah, I was a, I was a still photographer in the porn industry. And and if anybody doesn't know what that means, um, it's not quite the same thing as a magazine layout photographer. It's more on a video set. You'd be uh, in charge of, uh, taking the still photographs that would be used uh, for packaging purposes. So my background as a designer really came in handy. Wow. Um, but yeah, I would do all the, uh, you know, the, the pretty girl sets that for the front of the box cover and then the sex stills for the back of the box cover. Ironically, I didn't know that existed because I assumed those were like screen grabs. Right, as a right. Fan, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it, it's not. It's actually a, a separate kind of photography uh, effort that's uh, carried on in parallel with the uh, videography effort on set. And um and uh, yeah, that's what I did for ten years. I Damn. became very good at it. I don't so know listen, if I taught guys, anybody you, everything they know. You can, uh, you can, uh, you can do it too. Look, look, Alan had a dream, and he followed that dream. Yep. And it's true, like, because we'll get a lot of fans that email us. I want to get in the industry. I want to be talent. But I don't think a lot of people know, like, man, there's so much cool shit out there besides talent. It's the the industry has a lot of, you know, Alan was doing boxing. What's your favorite all time box? Do you have a that box? I made or yeah. just in general? Yeah. Oh, that I made. Jeez, that was a long time ago. Um, I don't know. Um, I I had this one with Jenna Hayes that I really nice. liked. It was called All Anal Something Compilation, but I just really liked the way it turned out. I'll, I'd have to go back to look. I mean, we're talking a long, long time nice. ago. Nice, nice. Before, um, so when when you first got in the industry, um, was there someone you wanted to seek out, you wanted to meet? That was a star, a porn star? You're talking about someone that I had been a fan yeah, of? Yeah, like when you got well, there and you're doing all the box covers, you're like, if what, I see... What I wasn't prepared for or what I didn't quite realize at the time was that there's a um, delay in the porn that you see versus the porn that's being filmed at that moment. Yeah, tell me about (laughs) it, bro. Um, But uh, that delay is less now. Now that delay is like a couple of months. Mm -hmm. But back then that delay could be years. You know what I mean? They could shoot a film. You could, who knows the porn that you happen to watch on wherever, when it was filmed. That's why the career seemed to last. It's like, uh, I have a good friend with Nautica Thorne. People are still think she's still around. She's been gone for 
10 years time. almost. I yeah, Nautica. she was yeah, a nice girl. really cool. Um, um, so yeah, it does. There was a but huge. But they were all time. gone. Um, at the time I came back, um, all the you know obviously Savannah had left, Jenna Jameson had left, Brianna Banks had left, yeah. but she did come back later. Um, the only one I ever got to meet that I was like kind of like a fan of um, was uh, Monique Alexander. Wow, yeah, <laughs> nice. And, and I learned that it's not cool to tell people that you masturbated to them when you meet them in person. Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I had an instance where Bobby Vitale uh, introduced me to Taylor Hayes, and I there there uh, brown eyes used to be with Seymour a long time ago. She was a vivid contract girl, dark hair. But I two times in my life um, that I didn't know what to say. He's like, you know, hey Sal, this is Taylor Hayes, and she's like, hey, being nice, and I'm like, I I went blank. I was like, holy fuck. And then Chloe Sevigny, the actress, major man. When I met her, I didn't know what to say. Um, Khan's brother introduced me to her, and I was I was like, fuck you, you don't, you're not saying anything. You're not saying anything. Like I lost my mind. So Taylor Hayes was like so shockingly gorgeous to me. I didn't know what to say. So, at the time you met her, yeah. Or at, at the, the time, time you I used met to her, watch her. No, no. When I met her, I was like, that hangover can be a bit of an eye opener. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's another time, and I won't mention her, but there's there was a vivid girl that asked me to go to lunch, and I said no, I don't want to ruin. It's probably that. best if you have like this like idea of someone. It's probably best that you don't meet them. Yes, in all I, honesty. I uh, yeah, I, I shut her down. I don't want to say who it is, but it'd be kind of funny. But um, yeah, I, 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 could, I wouldn't. If I, I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> and and uh, Rob, I was working for Robbie D at the time. And he's like, "Come oh, on, I love Robbie." He's like, "Just do it." That's how I got my start. And he's like, "Just do it." I'm like, "I can't, I can't, I can't do the lunch thing." But the, the vivid days were good. Like you said, I went in the warehouse and they're like, "Look at our warehouse," and I was like, "This is like a shopping." store filled with porn this is great and i went down the aisles and marcy over at vivid said you can take a couple home and i was like i don't know where to go it was awesome so all right so back on the timeline you're um you do you so your first gig out of the gate you're doing the stills now you're doing stills and box well actually no the first gig out of the gate was box i did box, box. for 10 years before i even looked at a camera damn uh no not 10 years i'm sorry two years before okay. i even looked at a camera then uh, I kind of learned a little bit about photography and I kind of really absorbed myself with photography for a good 10 years. Wow. Yeah, from like 2005 straight through to 2015. Did you ever think you'd be where you're at then? Back in those times, did you think, I'm going to be a director one day? I mean, and that's obviously what anybody, I mean, I, I assume everybody on the set aspires to that, right? From the PAs to no. the lighting guys to the, I mean, I, I assume <laughs> that. I certainly So did, did I, but uh, yeah. I know a good good friend of ours is PM. He didn't want to do it. Uh, Winston Burmick. I'm like, don't you want to, I'm like, that's, come on, dude. He's true. like, nah, I, I don't want to do that but, shit. But I assume all camera people want to ultimately become directors because that's essentially the prerequisite, or that's one of the two prerequisites you yeah. have. I used to look at the camera um, or I guess three. Th third being just having the money to produce the film. Pretty much. It's <laughs> huge anyway. But yeah, I would look at uh, like like uh, Matt Holder was, was yeah, a Matt's, camera. Matt's been a fantastic um, uh, guy to learn from. And I would look, uh, I would I'd take a piece of paper, I'm a fucking nut job, and I would write down all the settings in the camera that he used. It was an Ikigami back then. And then I, I would look at the lighting and I would make lighting diagrams because I said, one day I want to do that, but I want to know where, if they say, okay, Sal, it's your turn. I want to know how to work everything. So Michael Raven gave me the first chance to shoot a feature, and I was like, "I never met him. I've heard good things yeah. about him." Oh, he was elaborate. He just had all sorts of I like crazy elaborate shit. people. Yeah, he had. The, we talked. <laughs> we talked about this when we worked together. You're like, "I want everything to be visual." I'm like, "So do I." Um, but he had waterfalls and shit. He was. Yeah. He was good. Yeah. Um, who was your? See, I liked um, Andrew Blake. Was my ultimate hero. Yeah, because I like Andrew Blake's work oh very much. Oh my god, I, I was like, how do they look so good? Like, I'll stop the frame and go, why do they look so good? Oh, because they're in the Coliseum on a balcony in a hotel room. You know, and they look amazing. And they're girls that aren't always used so much. He has his contract girls, and then he 
you know, so I was always enamored by him. I had him on the show. I was like bowing to him. Um, when you started to get the itch for directing, was there someone that inspired you to, to the style wise or anything? Yeah. Um, around the, uh, can you hear me about this? Yeah. Mike feels okay. Um, around the time I was, uh, I started to make the transition and there was, there was kind of two things that, that really, um, uh, motivated the transition um, from photography to directing. I mean, aside from just my ambition to do it, but uh, one was that um, the industry kind of around 2008 hit a slowdown yeah, and uh, things uh, <laughs> things kind of started tightening. And uh, it became clear to me that some of the larger crews weren't going to be in effect for very much longer. Things like sound guy, lighting guy, yeah. separate stills photographer. And if you fast forward to today, there's very few sets that have like that kind of a crew anymore. I mean, it's essentially one guy doing everything, whether it's you or me. Yeah. Or whoever, you know what I mean? Like, Which is and, nice sometimes. Right? We're like, whew. Well, it's, it's sometimes it's also um, tough to direct a scene while you're shooting the camera, yeah. while you're capturing the audio, while you're adjusting the lights. While you know what I mean? It's not the same thing no! um, as like if I devoted 100 percent of my attention to the photos. Right. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like now I can devote 25 percent of my attention to the photos, which is not the same thing. Unless, unless well I said. was wasting 75 percent of my time before. Yeah. Which I wasn't. Um, but, um, anyway, Holy so crap. <laughs> you're loving those. All right. Um, anyway, so yeah, the one thing was, sorry, giggity. um, my, uh, so the one thing was that uh, crews were getting smaller and I felt like if I didn't, uh, in- expand, uh, what I was able to do, I would one, one day wind up uh, not having a job. Yeah. And, uh, two, um, the 5d Mark two had just come out and, uh, the camera that essentially I had been using, um, at, for my photo camera, um, became the go-to video camera and i happen to have a really intimate knowledge of this camera past where a lot of the other video guys who are coming from the camcorder world really understood mm-hmm. you know what i mean wow it's great and uh and and i thought well you know you guys came i, I wanted to go there and you guys came halfway to me so yeah you're like uh, fuck yeah thanks so um so i started uh, I, I went into it with the idea to be like a specialist in like kind of dslr uh videography and uh, to answer your original, really powerful. Yeah, it's really powerful, <laughs> really powerful stuff, really, really in depth uh, stuff. But to answer your question, if there was a, an inspiration around that time, uh, another company had really made waves using the 5D Mark II camera, and that was a company called X Art. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that company. Yep. Um, they did these really kind of like visual, not not so, so dissimilar from like Andrew Blake or something mm-hmm. like that, but these very like visual things set to music and just because of the look and feel of it. And the guy they had doing it, I guess, was like a fashion photographer background. So he had this really nice kind of like mainstream look to it and and everybody was going nuts for it. And uh, and it looked just kind of like, you know, photographs set to motion. Yeah. And, and it looked like a, a really good initial kind of style to, to adopt. You know what I Sweet. mean? Or initial kind of like style to work in, you know? Yeah. I, when I was at Anabolic, I, I did a series called Artcore. And I, I liked Andrew Blake, but I also liked Estr- Extreme Associates because they were just like crushing people. I loved it. So I, I was like, I need to put the two together. So I, I did a, I think I did five of them. Um, and it was called Artcore. And I was so happy because, like you say, I, I like the sex scenes to be really just uh, passionate and you're, you're in there and the guys are really doing a great job and the girls are loving it, natural, good sex. But then I like, like you, like the visual artsy shit. So I'm like, how the fuck am I going to do this? But back then we used to put soundtracks. I just tweeted it this week. I found a CD in my car um, of a soundtrack of one of my movies. I'm like, wow, what great times. It was like 03 to 07. It was like, we used to do soundtracks. They used to go like five grand over. They're like, ah, fuck it. Because they knew they'd make it up on the back end. It was a different time. And that was, uh, like you said, the DSLR revolution came in in 07-ish. Um, 
I remember film, like shooting film with Vivid and going, oh my God, I'm filmmaking. Like my dream is to, and I do mainstream stuff, nobody knows, but I always see that and I go, oh my God, this is actual, this is filmmaking. So when I, they were shooting on film at Vivid, I was like, this is amazing. Like I'm, I'm a filmmaker, even though I'm like PAing, I'm like, I'm going to film set, you know, but you say now, and not too many people know this. I'm glad we're talking about this, but now it's so small that like, you know, you, you hire a couple people, but you're doing a lot more. And I remember back, this is any old school fans out there, but when we show up to like a, a vivid set or penthouse, it was like stills guy, sound guy, catering guy, catering guy, lighting guy, and lighting guy, his assistants, two camera guys, yep. two PAs. Yep. That was it. And a director and a director and a producer. <laughs> And a production manager. It was awesome. I got to ride that way, but I rode it as a PA, so I didn't quite understand like where all the money was going. I was like, I'm just getting 100 a hundred. I can't day. imagine how much they were spending back then. Our budgets, I guess I can say this now. It's been a long time, but the, we used to have like twenty three grand six scenes, but now it's four scenes, so it's different. Twenty three grand for six scenes doesn't sound that. Expensive. It doesn't sound. It doesn't I, sound. I support that crew. Yeah. No, no, there was, there was, no, it's just me. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just no, me. I'm talking about, I, want, I wonder what, like, oh. you know those kind of sets that we're talking about yeah, that, well, great. that don't really yeah. exist anymore, those real big, almost like mainstream-esque sort of sets? Yeah, I yeah. I mean, they, they must have been spending an incredible amount per well, day. Well, Greg Dark is a friend of mine, and he's, of course, the, the master. Um, I think they were, 80 was normal, 100 and something. I, I would have to ask him what he did for, like, um, his, the big stuff he did, like, um, uh, New Wave Hookers. I've seen, so that's like, what, 20 G's a scene? Yeah. That'd be nice, huh? Be... If you want to support or produce Alan, yeah. please follow him. <laughs> at... I'm going to do a GoFundMe. Oh, my God. At stillsbyallengirlsway.com. <laughs> follow him. Say, hey, look, I got millions laying around. You want to make a movie? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think uh, also, I think the days of, of making that kind of money back, I wouldn't want to waste an investor's money either. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I, I think... Uh, it, where we are now is a real comfortable place in terms of like, I think we're producing really good, elaborate kind of like work. And, and I don't think we're like killing uh, the budget either. Well, I agree. I agree. You know what I mean? Percent. I think pound for pound, we're hitting really nice right now. Yeah. And the, I don't know if I ever spoke to you, maybe we spoke to this on set, but uh, like 15,000 pieces was normal. <laughs> yeah. I really don't have any idea Fuck, of like uh, it was the nice. DVD distribution of like the work that I'm doing. I know it exists, but yeah. I, I'm much more in tune with like uh, websites uh, sure. and, and kind of uh, what's going on in that domain. Yeah. It was, it was nice. Like you're like, wow, this is my opponent. Cause we used to, I used to get a dollar a DVD sold. So I was like, you get these checks. You're like, Oh fuck, this is so much fun. I'm taking everybody in the office out to lunch. But, but Alan does something that I really think is awesome. And I've yet to really actually tell him personally, but uh, the other day we we're shooting some stuff where the fans actually make all the, the script and it's the fans dream. So if you guys haven't figured this out yet, go to uh, girlsway.com and uh, you, can you please tell the fans like how there's an opportunity for them to do stuff? Cause this is fascinating. When me and Bree started girls way um, uh, several years back, I think it's been like four or five years now. Um, then um, we, we decided that uh, fan interaction and fan um, uh, fan outreach 
was going to be kind of a cornerstone of our, our strategy. And, you know, a, a lot of uh, adult sites have like a forum or whatever, you know, where, where fans are encouraged to talk amongst themselves. But I don't think uh, people use that as like a real actionable component in terms of like making the content. Mm -hmm. It's kind of more of like yeah. a, a, a place where fans can discuss the content amongst themselves, but isn't really something that's like, like a, adult DVD talk or something. Yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Or even like, you know, any adult website would have its own forum built okay. into it. You know what I mean? I, I'm not going to promote everybody else's site but i mean any site you can think of probably has some kind of forum built into it um me and breed decided we were going to take our forum extremely seriously and uh, built into our forum is not just you know discuss this amongst yourselves um but there's uh um uh, places for uh, fans to submit their uh, fantasies. We call them member fantasies. And they're not scripts per se. They're not a he said this, she said this. Well, I guess it's all girl, girl. So she said this, she said <laughs> this. But it's uh, an outline. You know, this happens, that happens, you know. And uh, and not to say that uh, we go in there and produce it word for word. Um, but, you know, uh, what I try to do is I try to look at what this person's fantasy is. I'm, a, I'm big on psychology. I'm big on understanding why a fetish is a fetish and what appeals to someone, even if it's not a fetish that I personally have per se, mm -hmm. I try to understand like, what's the psychology behind it? What, what, what does this person find appealing about this scenario? And I, I try to give them as close as I can to, to what I think they were getting at. And he really does guys. Trust me when I'm working next to him, he goes, no, 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 hold on, go back. And he makes sure that uh, everybody gets or the fan gets what he wants to get. Trust me. I, I'm sometimes like, oh, Alan. he's like, no, hold on, watch this. <laughs> yeah, baby, yeah. So he really does. He, you really give that guy that that fantasy. Trust me, because you're looking at the outline and and, you, and you're like, hold on, one more time, go back, and you're really getting the performance out of it. It's well, nice. I, I think I think what's central to a lot of the stuff that we're doing because it's so story driven is like the dialogue. And uh, I think um, not all performers, but some performers tend to have a mentality of like, OK, I'll, I'll kind of play along with this little acting bit here. But then I'm just going to fuck this chick how I want to fuck her. Right, right. You know and the I mean? story drops. This is my biggest pet peeve. I got a bunch. I'll give you one. OK, the, in their head, the talent, female, male or girl, girl for you guys, it, they talk about it. And then as soon as the sex starts, it drops off and they don't even say anything relevant to the scene. And then at the end, they're oh, yeah, we forgot. Oh, yeah, uh, that's my girlfriend's mom. Like, and you're like, yeah. you just missed a big gap. That sounds you know? like the wrong way to do it. Well, uh, that's, to I see it all the time, and yeah. I'm like, oh. Well, that, well, that's why it takes so long is because I have to fight that instinct tooth and nail for hours. But we did. Can, can I speak about <laughs> the yeah, other day? Oh, uh, we had Elsa Jean on the other day. She's a huge uh, show favorite. But how creepy did she get that? That was so funny. I thought Elsa Oh, my great. gosh. She killed it. She's like, call me, call her. And I was like, oh, my. I had a great time. It was I've awesome. had a couple of good experiences with Elsa. But actually, before we move on, I wanted to answer more fully your, your question Absolutely. from a Please. moment ago. So um, the, the member fantasies on our forums is actually just the tip of the iceberg. Uh, we have a lot, lot more interaction going on. Um, now, what we've also done is we started a verified model program. So we have uh, any model who has a scene live on our sites uh, is entitled to a free verified login. And it's essentially like a verified Twitter account where it you know, has a check and has their picture and can assure you that, you know, it is. Oh, Samantha yeah. Roan, or right. it is Georgia Jones, or whoever it is talking to you, and I've I've really encouraged the girls to come on and talk to the fans, and um, and a lot of them have done that. I I got girls who are on there constantly. Samantha Roan's on there a bunch. Georgia Jones is on there a bunch. Serena Blair's on there a bunch. I like a bun Yeah, all all those girls are great. Um, and uh, a lot, and and they're on there all the time, uh, interacting with the fans. So not only do the fans get to say, you know, what scenes they'd like to see, they get to interact with the girls who do the scenes. I also 
uh, I also interact quite heavily with the fans, so they could talk to me about how they like the uh, how they like the scene shot. Uh, you know, uh, what camera angles, what uh, plot twists, what dialogue, what you know, scene runtime, like all, all kinds of stuff we discuss. Um, and uh, yeah, <laughs> ding ding ding, you are a winner, Alan. Um, and I'm trying to think of what else we got going on there. I post a tentative casting list as I create oh, wow. the schedule and I update it. So the members always know, uh, you know, what's coming down the pipe. Um, we talk about, uh, different ideas for like features and, um, I mean, it's, it's really blossomed into more of a community, uh, where like, you know, fans and producers and models are all kind of talking to each other. And, and, and there's a lot of things that kind of get uh, established and discussed and, and, and happen. And we'll see models, you know, flirting with each other uh, within the forums mm-hmm. and the members key on to that and want to see that scene take place. Oh, good, and, good. Yeah, it's, it's really uh, it's really interesting. Uh, we, we're very, very serious about our forum and uh, we're doing some really interesting things that I'm pretty sure no one else is doing. No, and you're forums. working the crap out of the net, which is nice, because right when you and I were growing up watching our thing there was no internet so now it's it's like like Alan and I said at the beginning of the show we got to we had to go to the show or you go to see a girl feature dance and oh my god she's right there but now uh, through girls way you can get on there and say look I want to talk to to Elsa tell her she did a great psycho thing with it, it was amazing that was such a great scene yeah um, and sometimes it's interesting for the girls to see um the fan response to their scenes oh yeah that's you know true, what I mean yeah. and, and and sometimes I mean it's one thing for me to tell a model, hey, the fans really like this or that. It's another thing for them to see it with their own eyes. Welcome to the internet, my friend. How can I help you? <laughs> I'm killing the drops now, Alan. Um, You're having fun, bro. Uh, it's good times. Thing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> thank you very much. But no, this is a good thing. So remember, guys, uh, please follow at Stills by Alan uh, and girlsway.com. Get on there, get on the forums, and uh, tell them you heard him on the Porn Director podcast. That helps us. We get him back with Samantha and stuff next time. Uh, and uh, let them know, hey, you're doing a great thing. Because I, uh, when I learned more and more and more about this thing, I was like, wow, that's thanks for doing that. Because you're really bringing these people together. I try and bring this show to everybody, you know, once a week. And oh, and we get a good fan fan uh, turnout every year in Vegas. We have people fly out, and I'm walking around introducing their favorite girls, you know. And that's what I can do. But, man, you're, you're more so finite in there just making the connections, Yeah, which well, is nice. I'm really trying to devote a lot of, like, effort, uh, not just to the content itself, but to the, the process of creating it. And, uh, you know, because there's so much free porn out there that if we're not going to do something different, right. that there's really no point in doing anything at all. Yeah, and this is truly different because you're allowing – I mean, they can get their free porn all the time, but they can actually create outlines for you. That's really – interesting rather than i'll go to this tube site and watch all this free stuff wait a minute i can bring this girl and this girl together give you an outline tell you i want to do this and you probably pull it off like that is so badass the interactiveness is fuck that's amazing i need a ding dong ding dong for that one how about this anyway i'm gonna i have a drop because we have a bunch of um little bits we do on the show sure um and i have to find this one see what happens when con's not here um, it's funny when, when he's not here, I'm like all over the map, but when uh, I missed a show once and he goes, how do you like do that thing where you, you flow everything together? So 
Together, we're much better. But it's yeah, I'm kind of bummed that he wasn't here. I know he's in San Fran for his other job. Well, maybe if uh, me and Sam come back, we'll uh, we'll see him next time. You can do that whenever you want. Whenever you have something big coming out, she has something big coming out. What's she been doing? Tell everybody what Samantha Rohn's up to. Uh, Samantha's been feature dancing a lot lately, so uh, you'll have to check her schedule. But she might just be coming to a town near you, to a, a club near you. So can the beaver come out and play? <laughs> oh, I think that's the point. <laughs> so yeah, Samantha was on our early, early, early show uh, when we first began this podcast. So. I have to figure out what number that was. I love when people are like, you remember when you said that? I'm like, I have no idea. And to go back and remember what Samantha Rohn's uh, episode was, I'll be lost. But um, so I'm going to, I can't cue the, I can't find the freaking music, but it's all good. If, uh, if you had to go on an island, okay. Okay. And, and you're in your boat and you're floating around and you, you come up to the island and you, you, you see that there's a hole in your boat. Now you're stuck. But on this island, you, as you get closer and your, your boat's sinking, you see that there's like, four mist and shrouded women. Now, when you get to this island, you may be stuck on there for the rest of your life. Who would you pick on your porn island? Four female talent. Could be anybody in their prime, anybody you always wanted to shoot, someone that you're a fan of. Who, who would be on your porn island? Oh, I would only need one on my porn island. Wow. And it would have to be Samantha. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow. Check that out. You're the greatest. Wow. We, I don't think we've ever had somebody pick. Well, no, even Caden Cross came on. She said Manuel, but then his basketball team too, which was <laughs> kind of cool. So, wow, that's uh, – Jesus, guys. That's amazing. Samantha Rowan on his island. That's it. So you, what's your background as far as boy-girl? I mean, obviously, uh, for the 10 years I was doing uh, still photographs, I worked on a variety okay. of set. I worked for, uh, so if, I think, almost every company in the industry. Okay, so if Samantha fixes your boat and you float off on the island and you look up and there's another island, and when you get there, there's four guys on that island. Now, this porn island, okay. <laughs> you have to pick these guys that you're going to shoot them for the rest of your life. Who, what four male talent would you pick that you've seen and, and been around? Would you pick for your... Jeez, well, I'm gonna have to choose the four guys I enjoy being around most. I'm oh, not okay. gonna really consider their ability to move DVDs at all. Okay. Um, let's see. I, I, I like Johnny Castle. He's a oh, really yeah. uh, easygoing guy. I like him. Uh, I don't want to leave anybody out. Um, Chad White's a cool guy. I, okay. I see him sometimes at the gym. We work out. Um, let's see who else is good. Um, uh, I like uh, Michael Vegas very Michael much. Vegas. He's a really like fun-loving guy. He's got a really great energy to be around. Um, I like uh, there's a lot of a lot of those guys are really nice. Uh, James Dean's a really cool guy. Okay. I like him. Had him um, on the show. I like um, what's his name? Um, no, anyways, there's a bunch of really cool guys. Okay, because I was like, I well, I want to know because I, I mean I have guys that when you you shoot them you're like oh my god like how did you that's amazing I, like marcus dupree ramon namar these are guys like if i had to go and shoot for the rest of my life i'd want to make sure that i had my a team there eric everhard so you want to have your your a team. I, I could probably answer that uh, question a lot more intelligently with uh, female performers because i don't really work with the guys that much right. anymore but jesse yeah. jones is cool he could hang out and uh, sometimes you know you could die <laughs> i love jesse he's funny um all right, that's well, that's our island. We have an island. That's our uh, porn island's an award-winning bit that we have. So. Okay. So definitely. So uh, on the timeline, you're shooting stills. Mm -hmm. uh, you're thinking about things, the future. Mm -hmm. um, what year are we in so far? So you're about uh, 
You said you did the 10 year thing though. So. Yeah. So, um, well I was still, they overlapped for a little bit. Okay. I started shooting stills in 2015. Uh, I'm sorry, 2005. And, uh, I was still doing it. Oh, maybe it's a little less than 10. Maybe we're looking at like nine, but, uh, so you're, you're asking when I started shooting video. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that all started in about 2012. Um, mm-hmm. I shot a movie for vivid called, um, nice. It was uh, it was Rachel Star Dirty Little Tees. Uh, me and uh, Michael Bisco kind of worked together on it. It was fun. Um, that was Bisco's my, great still guy. Jesus uh, Christ, Bisco. <laughs> Bisco's great. Um, Bisco's a um, a character. Um, so uh, so we did that movie. Um, I did one movie around then for uh, Wicked. It was called um, Modern Romance. It was like an X art style, no oh, nice. dialogue, um, kind of set to music, kind of pantomime a little bit. Um, it actually, uh, one of the scenes won a, uh, or I'm sorry, was nominated for a, uh, AVN award. Um, and, um, then, uh, in 2012, uh, a gamma who's the company that I work for now, uh, start, uh, decided that, uh, they had been for many, many years, um, a distributor of, uh, they had partners who uh, developed their, who had content and then they distributed on the web and they were partners. Um, they made the decision that they wanted to, um, uh, uh, develop their own content. Um, and, uh, the first, uh, site that they were going to make from scratch was a site called web young. And it was supposed to be like a teen lesbian, um, kind of XRD sort of thing. Right. And, uh, they reached out to a bunch of people and, uh, I happened to know, uh, a, a guy, um, who was, uh, kind of, uh, what do you call it? Who worked with them? Uh, he's an agent now. He's, uh, he owns ATMLA. Oh, but wow. at any rate, he, uh, he recommended me. His name is uh, Mark Schechter at the time he was a producer, but, uh, he recommended me to, to this company and, uh, it actually worked out kind of funny in the sense that, um, uh, me and, uh, a guy who's a really, really close buddy of mine, a guy named Craven Moorhead. Um, and, uh, we were both kind of contacted to, to, to try out for this site. And we're like, oh, well, we don't want to be, you know, and I kind of contacted him like, hey, um, they want me to do this site. You want to come shoot it with me? He's like, oh, they want me to do it. You want to come shoot it with me? Oh, <laughs> wow. That's awesome. So was like, Sounds very Craven-esque. Mm. Um, so what we decided to do is we went back to them like, hey, we're buddies. We don't want to, you know, kind of like make this into like a competition between us. We Either way we slice it, we're going to work together on it. We're going to co-direct it. Oh, wow. And we're like, yeah, we'll both be the director. We'll both be the producer. We'll just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll make the budget work and, and we'll work on it together. Um, and at the time they had like a bunch of different people trying out for the site and everybody doing like, you know, test scenes. Yeah. Um, so we did these uh, test scene. Our first test scene went pretty well. So we made it into like the second round of the testing. Right. And the second round of the testing was like your first girl, girl scene. Right. So, uh, you know, I talked to Craven about it and, and I'm like, oh, I have this idea that I want to do. And he's like, oh, yeah, do, do whatever you think, man. Uh, and I'm like, all right, well, you know, I don't want to leave this whole like contest thing to chance. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to. Like, right. you know, uh, what, what's that football analogy? I wanted to leave it all on the field. Right. You know what I mean? So um, at the time I had this uh, girlfriend and uh, we had a trip planned to the Grand Canyon. I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take my like camera wow. out to the Grand Canyon. I'm going to take uh, like my little slider that I just bought. And, and I took it out to the canyon. And I filmed all these shots of uh, my girlfriend. It was winter in the Grand Canyon. So it was really cold. And she had this snow hat on. And, you know, I'd shoot all these uh, wide shots of her walking through and taking pictures, all with her kind of back turned to the camera. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, then um, we went back to L.A. Um, we, you know, uh, got out of the got out of the winter, and I, I took the same outfit and I put it on L. Alexandra, nice. who's also a redhead. My my, my girlfriend was a redhead, a girl named uh, Scarlett Faye. Okay. Um, and then so all the front shots 
Wow. I shot of Alexandra, and it all cut together, and it seems like Al Alexandra is wandering through the Grand Canyon. Jesus. And um, and then meets up with Maddie O'Reilly and uh, Hot Chocolate and Romance, and, and they get it wow. on, right? And uh, so everybody else was doing, like, you know, I, I have a diary and, you know, all kinds of, like, shit, and then I'm coming out with, okay, well, here's the Grand Canyon. <laughs> well, then that's... And that's good, and we, and we, we landed the gig. Wow. See that shit? That's how it works in the big fucking show. Damn. Don't forget to follow at Stills by Allen and girlsway.com. Go there with what you've learned tonight, man. You guys should be inspired to get on that forum and, and talk some stuff up. Don't forget at PornDirPod, at Sal underscore Genoa, Facebook.com slash PDP. And you can always search for Porn Director Podcast on YouTube, Stitcher, and iTunes and email con or sell at PornDirectorPodcast.com. And don't forget, Alan, if you want a free sex chair, just go to AdamandEve.com and they'll get 50% off a selected item, put Sal in the promo code, and you and Samantha can swing the night away. I probably would get more use out of a sex chair than most people. <laughs> but actually, I forgot the most important thing. You just made me remember. I left off the very most important thing going on in the forums, and it's that uh, we have almost like a... Uh, a voting thing oh, where shit. members will nominate a model. And I do a lot of our casting on girls way off of this, uh, member voting. Wow. And member, you You're know, the greatest. Yeah, I don't, know about, <laughs> I don't know about that, but yeah. And so, so the members get to, you know, recommend, uh, or, or get to submit their fantasies, get to say which models they want to see, uh, get to talk to those models. So wow. it's, it's really turning into like a thing over there. I'm telling you, this is some great shit. I'm inspired myself to go there and check everything out. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's we're living in that world now and you can really connect with people. And I've always told people just be nice to the girls, you know, like if you're going to go on those forums, don't be that guy. Uh, don't be that well, guy. The, the girls showing up really helped to uh, uh, inoculate us against that kind of stuff, because that was one of my initial concerns when we invited the girls on onto the forum, because some of the forums I'd been to. Um, on other sites had been very um, chauvinistic mm -hmm. and um, you know rude and it kind of got into like a bit of like a, a frat guy bro mentality Ugh. where they're really kind of you know um, uh, objectifying the girls and and, and kind of disrespecting the girls and um, and I think you know it's easy to say that a I think girl girls a bit of a different animal uh, but b I think it's 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 harder to to be that way when you think there's a possibility that someone that that person is going to read what you wrote yeah and respond. And I think, you know, the, 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 the members know that the girls are watching. Oh, good. And, and, yeah, and you're on the, it, yeah, your hot chick police going on over there. Well, it's just, it just, it kind of, and I try to, to not have the members be rude to each other as well. You know what I mean? Like I tried to make it feel a little bit more like a constructive sense of community. Whereas if you have a forum and all it is, is for people to discuss things idly amongst themselves that have no bearing on what's going to happen or not happen. Yeah. Th there's really no disincentive to be rude and be a troll. And you know what I mean? Very fascinating. Um, this show as well, when we have people come out to Vegas to meet us, um, we had like, I think there's four one year, then it went to eight or nine. Now we're like, I don't know, 11 or something, but they're, they're really cool people. And, and I, I was talking to Khan about it and I was like, man, this is crazy. We don't have any like quote unquote loonies for fans. And he goes, I think that because we keep it light and funny and cool, that that's what you're going to attract. And Alan here is saying the same thing. Like when you get on the forums over there, like it's cool people. So if you're a D bag, you, you, you won't be attracted to it because you can't really express yourself as a D bag. If everyone else is being really cool. Yeah. And especially if everybody's being really constructive, because right. if you think what you're talking about is not just idle talk, but it's something that's going to happen, 
there's less of an incentive to be a D-bag right. because we're talking about real stuff. What, what we're talking about ostensibly is going to be what we're going to see, what we're all, I mean, I'm not paying, but they're paying right. to see this content, wow. right? Wow, it's great. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. so let's be constructive about what kind of content we should do. And that's the conversation we should have instead of like, let's be a troll and make fun of this girl and that's be great. rude to each other. That's great. Because there is a thing. I mean, I, I, I want to get your feelings on this too because, you know, you're dating uh, Samantha as well. Um, but man, the, she must come up to you sometimes and be like, man, look at what is wrong with these people. Because I always tell people to be respectful for the girls. Don't think because they fuck all day that because you're some guy that sees them out in public that they're going to want to fuck you. Like, oh, uh, I'm using Samantha as an example, no disrespect, but Samantha's out, you know, getting something to 7-Eleven. Oh, there's Samantha. Hey, suck it. Like, come on. Like, and that's happened because right. no, I'm, I, I'm also a dating a girl that's that in the happened. industry. And she says like, some people are cool. Like she'll be getting, someone will be bagging your groceries. Like, I really like your work. She's like, Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> At one point there's a guy that's like, I want your panties in a parking lot. And she's like, what the fuck? So I always try and preach on the show. Please just be nice to girls, please. At the show, be nice to them. Tell them you heard them on the show. You know, if you see Alan, be nice and say, hey, I heard you on the Porn Director Podcast. That helps. I, th I think so. that's not just in person, but I think that's also, um, you know, on social media. Right. Um, I know girls, in it, and it's funny to me because having dated different girls in the industry, um, it, they have a different experience with social media than like you or I or like sure. a normal person would have in the sense of like they get so many people trying to talk to them that it's overwhelming and they couldn't possibly respond to everybody and you know what I'm saying so, and as opposed to get, you or I that maybe right. get like a message a day or you know what I mean right or one or two and you know you, you obviously could handle that amount of messages to respond to right she's getting hundreds and then that person that doesn't get through is like oh the, I hate you That's and you're like I'm getting yeah, at. Yeah, yeah yeah exactly like you know what I mean so like, mean man but um, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I just think twice before you're rude to people online. And and, and with all that being said, you think uh, a lot of these girls have a, a thicker skin. And, and I've seen some girls get really upset from fans being rude to them online. And it's really unfortunate. You know, I know that they that's what those fans were looking for, figuring that, right. that the negative attention is better than no attention. Right. But uh, but it's, you know, like you're saying, it's not nice to hurt people's feelings. And, and Alan's offering uh, a service to you guys through Girls Way to be there, to talk to these girls, to interact with them. That never happened for me growing up. I wish it did. But if, if someone's being as cool as, as Alan and helping you guys interact with the girls, pick your scenes and uh, man, don't be that guy. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm really trying to let the uh, the members be part of the process if you will that's awesome you know what i mean and uh and and also even just kind of letting them know you know the day-to-day -day stuff i mean for example uh members might be like oh well how come you don't book this girl or how come you know this happened or you know how come um and, and then i start uh posting the casting list and uh, they start to see how many cancellations happen oh, in nice. you know and, and they start to see how damaging cancellations can be you know what i'm saying like because as a fan say as a producer it's a huge deal if we're there with our lights and our crew and we're paying, you know, $100 an hour to be at some house somewhere and this girl just doesn't show up. Yeah. You know what I mean? You, uh, right there, it's probably half an hour before you figure out, like, okay, well, maybe she's not just late. And you look it's at her Twitter a good and she's hour at the beach. <laughs> yeah. It's probably a good hour before you're like, okay, she's not coming. Yes. Then it's probably a good two more hours till you can find someone and the person you're going to find the day of is not like the person you would want that you would have booked two months in advance right it's whoever everybody else didn't want right you know what i mean and then it's well why'd you book her 
But when they see, you know, that this girl canceled and it forced us to take a girl we might not have wanted to take. Right. You know what I'm saying? It, they're they start really to there. understand why these cancellations are so damaging. Otherwise, it's no sweat off their back. Why do they care? They just like who they like. Right. Right. But you now they're I mean? in the process. But they're, now that they're, they're kind of like they're yeah, mini producers in, in a way. That's great, man. This is huge. I love this. Glad you thought of this. This is great stuff. The world I can't, I can't say that I thought of it by myself. It's something that me and uh, Bree worked very uh, closely on and, and stuff that we've been working closely on for years. Sweet. What's Bree been up to? Can you give us a little... Uh, well, Bree has been uh, rededicating her energy to uh, our newest site, uh, which is uh, almost like a boy-girl version of Girls' Way. Okay. And uh, it's actually uh, headed up by uh, Bree and uh, my buddy Craven. Okay. And uh, they're over there doing uh, you know very elaborate boy-girl scenes, uh, you know taboo kind of boy-girl scenes in the same way that we're doing very elaborate taboo girl uh, girl girl scenes mm-hmm. so uh they're, they're over there kind of really trying to bring that site uh and you know to make that the next you know award-winning site sweet he's doing great shit people follow him at stills by alan say i heard you on the show come back bring samantha she did a great show for us this was uh gotta be two years at this point at least or three i can't remember it might have even been in the old studio where we had carpet hanging and people used to lean on it and think it was a wall but it wasn't <laughs> um suckers exactly so <laughs> So it sounds like you got a, a you got a great grip. Is there something that you've always wanted to do that you're going to put into motion in, in the next year or so? I mean, the nice thing about doing this is like, you know, having 10 years in the industry, maybe a, a little. Yeah, probably 10 years total in the industry. Uh, no, 12, 13, 2005 was a while ago. <laughs> but, I'm a yeah. 90s child. Don't yeah. even ask me. <laughs> but um, ha- having this long in the industry and, and, and working on other people's crews for so long uh, gives you a really unique idea of, you know, what you might want to do, what you definitely don't want to do. Uh, I've definitely worked for some directors where I'm like, well, I definitely know I don't want to do anything that this guy's doing. Um, and, and I've worked for some people where I liked some aspects of what they were doing, but what's been really uh, intoxicating over the past couple of years is is having a company and a producer and, and just l- really kind of let me go and run with That's it. That's great. That's so hard. And, this, it seems like a shift in the industry has been there's a guy and he's in an office and he's like, this is what we're going to do. And you're like, oh, but but I know because I've been around for so long and. I know the the people and I know how people work together. And actually, sometimes you may even know things like, oh, well, they really are into each other. I saw them at some gathering and they were all over each other. Like you have an insight being living here in the San Fernando Valley. Um, but it seems like the the people, the Internet guys now are more. There's there's like a, they'll do their. See, I like what you're doing where you're, you you interact with the fans, but you're not that like, okay, we did the numbers and this is it. Boom. Oh, I'm party to a lot of those meetings. That's too. what I'm saying though. But like, that's, I've seen a trend of that and it's, and okay. So back in the day, like you would have, you'd be given a budget and you came up with it. I used to come up with titles, you know, like teenage anal princess and all this crazy shit. And then you're given your budget and you would go create what you wanted to create. But the internet people that have the, the money now are like, well, hold on. We're going to go do it more scientifically with the, you know, we've done our numbers and our numbers say this. It, do you, is there a preference that you have or do you like? No, I, I think uh, I'm really excited that I'm working now in the industry because um, none of that mentality existed 
ten, even 10 years ago. Right. You know what I mean? People, like you're saying, they just do what they want to do. Yeah. And the people who are good at doing it, then they get to be the stars and, and, and you know, like, oh, you get to win all the awards, buddy, and whatever. Right. And you're just kind of flying blind. And if your instinct was good, and, and, and especially back then when everybody was making money, it turned into like a big good old boys thing. Like, yeah. Oh, he's a cool guy. Let's 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 work with him. Right, you know what I right, mean? right. And, and, and it's all this kind of like... Um, you know, shoot from the hip kind of bullshit. You know right, what I mean? Right. And, and I'm not saying that people aren't talented and, and people can't make good movies, but um, I think, you know, when, when the only metric you have is how many, de how many pieces moved, right? That's a polluted metric that, that, that could depend a, on how good the movie was B how good the box cover image was C how good your uh, yeah. distribution connections were. Yeah. You can make a great movie and nobody wants to, you don't have the right connections to get it into the stores and it ain't going to move no pieces. Right, Best movie right. in the world. You know yeah. what I mean? And then the internet came along and you got the flip side to that. You got the whole money ball approach. You got the like, okay, well, this girl's doing this number. Right. This girl's doing that number. This type of scenario is doing these numbers. Um, they click 33% more when the photo is an outside right, photo versus right. an inside yes, photo. Yes. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, it's not so much the sex still that's the main thing. It's the her looking shocked with the this in the background telling, the, you know what I mean? Right. All that was great. That's an, an, an invaluable information. Right. Um, but what you're referring to is when they took that approach too far. And we all know what company we're talking about where they're just sitting there in some, you know, skyscraper in Canada right. and they're just, you know, dictating everything. Right. Now, the problem with that is, OK, yeah, she might move numbers, but she's like a drug addict and she's unreliable right. and she's difficult to work with. Yeah. And you know what I mean? All these problems, they don't care. Not their problem. You know what I mean? Right. Now, that's not the correct way to do it either. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Now, the reason that those guys are doing it that way is because they don't want to take the time or effort to empower their directors. About the Canadian people it's talking about somebody else. No, it's not, Canadian. <laughs> it's not all Canadians because my guys are Canadians too. Right. Uh, but, but I'm just saying uh, there are some companies and I'm not even going to say like, yeah, I don't, don't even have, have anyone specific in mind. I'm just right. saying uh, some, yeah, some companies take the approach that you're talking about. Some in Florida, anyway, et cetera, yeah, I mean, et cetera. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm always saying Canada because all the companies are based out of Canada right. these days. Um, but, um, but there's a lot of companies that, you know, okay, we want this, this, and this because numbers say this and without really any kind of like sense of what the reality on the ground is right you know and if they had taken the time to say hey look directors who are working for us producing this content for us this is what's doing well for us this is the kind of stuff that's done well but you know you go get us this kind of stuff on the ground where you're at using your judgment right you know what i mean not like it must be this on this day with this person no exceptions because that's not realistic based on the work ethic of a lot of people in this industry that's not realistic just based on like the semantics of like maybe we don't have access to that type of a set maybe yeah, you know what i'm saying yeah. like I, i've worked for some companies where they'll give you the picture and and you're like okay and you turn in your work to like did that one with the mirror where's the mirror one you're like there was no mirror in the house no 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 we need the mirror because they did a thing that said girls in front of mirrors yeah somewhere that, that's exactly what i'm talking about but yeah. um the the point is this the point is the best way to do it is kind of a combination of the two which is you know I, i'm privy to a lot of meetings about what kind of photos are doing well what mm -hmm. kind of videos are doing well what kind of kinks and fetishes and twists and turns and taboos and whatever you know what i mean um, and, and, and I take that knowledge that they, that they've taken the time to invest in me and I day in, day out, try to get it and not at a given time, but everywhere I can. Right. If I know something's needed to be got, I get it everywhere. Every time I can. It's fascinating to know when they parlay that over. If it's, if it's always spot on, do you know what I mean? Like if you do the numbers, 
I mean, and they, you create they the product. Why they think that they're not just coming up with it's not just coming out of their ass. Right, right. You know what I mean? But like, I'm saying like once that you turn that in and it's it's all those things like did it take off? Was it good? Or, you know, it's interesting. Well, well, Very that's, interesting. that's the fun thing is to see, you know, how, how it comes together. And, uh, no, uh, we wouldn't be anywhere near where we're at without all that information. Right. If we were just shooting for that, even, even on the forum with fans, that's a resource, but the data and analysis effort that you're talking about mm. is a critical resource that's and it shouldn't be overlooked. Nice. You over, you would overlook it at your own peril. Did, did you see a shift like I did for when the DSLR revolution came in that like, a lot of people just dropped off because they it's technically hard. And uh, I, I saw a shift in like there was, it seemed to be a lot more people. Maybe it's the money too, because the DSLR revolution came in when the money shifted as well. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, was. a lot of people fell off and you were like, oh, wow, you, they were pretty much in the game a lot, but then it just. The, the industry contracted dramatically in 2008 through about 2010, even through about 2012. It's really only been the last. I'd say what four years yeah. since it's starting to come back. Yeah, it's true. It's really coming back now, I think. But um, but, uh, you know, between the piracy and just the general economic slowdown, like we got hit hard. Um, I'm of the opinion that there was always technically complex, difficult uh, movie making being done, you know, dialogue driven, mm -hmm. you know, um, uh, stuff that uh, isn't easy. And, uh, you know, I don't think it was the DSLRs. I think there's still plenty of Gonzo stuff being shot with camcorders. You know, mm -hmm. I think there's still plenty of two Kino flows, a couch. She walks around the pool. You follow her and they Boil fuck. up the ass. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, close. I think yeah. there's plenty of that being filmed. And uh, I don't think uh, you need to have a great technical, you know what I mean? Like, they have their own kind of, like, skill sets. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially, like, muscle memory with your hands as far as hand-holding a camera in a mm -hmm. very specific way over a very, you know, 30, 40-minute time span with one camera nowhere to cut to you know what i mean like those guys have their own skill sets but yeah. um but uh i think uh what you were talking about is more of a coincidence in the sense of like uh a lot of the easy jobs dried up yeah yeah that's what i'm saying yeah you know you reminded me too it was like when i was at red light district and and it was always get this brand new girl get this brand new girl and that's what sold and now i think you would never do that because the numbers are going to be low she doesn't have a big fan base I think it just depends on uh, what kind of content you want to produce. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. uh, the content that we're producing over at Girls Way is extremely story driven, extremely specific. You know, you can't ask all these people, well, what do you want to see? And then turn around and right. tell a girl, just do whatever you want. That's counterproductive. And don't you let the fan know? I saw this when you had your outlines. Like you, you will let that fan know. Here's your, here's your thing. I mean, they'll see it if they That's if great. they remain a member. Mm -hmm. um, I'm very transparent as far as the pipeline, as far as like what's being shot. Not like the day it's being shot, but like the, I'll, I'll post all the scenes that are being shot for a month. Who I have cast oh, in wow. them. Um, they'll see if the, you know the girls that made their members list that got the most votes really did get cast. You know what I mean? Which ones? Mm -hmm. Obviously, their their list is like 80 girls. I have like maybe 30 nice. slots. You know what I mean? Um, Who's on, who keeps coming up on those lists? Like, g give me your top three right now that you think. Um, ironically, it's the girls who it's not the girls you would think who are like the the, the girls who always win uh, performer of right, the year right, and right. stuff like that. Um, it's it's the girls who take the time to come and talk to them. Wow, that's great. You know, jo Georgia Jones is on the top list uh, every month. Uh, Samantha Rones on the mm -hmm. uh, top list every month. Uh, um, who else do we have a lot of Mia Malkova is nice. up there every month, but uh, it, it's mostly the girls who, who talk to them and, and, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's like a little community thing. They, they all kind of look out for each other and, and we've, um, we've done a lot more 
uh, repeat booking over at Girls Way than most companies do. Uh, in fact, one one uh, guy I know, uh, their company had a policy of never shooting the same girl twice. Wow. Or they had, I guess, two or three lines, and, and they'd never shoot the same girl twice per line. So it was constantly new girls. And, mm-hmm. and that's great if your goal is variety, and that's great if your goal is quantity. But if your goal is quality, and if your goal is to make a very specific sort of product, um, you're going to need a girl, A, with experience, because it's not like a, a good first rodeo to come do right, a girls' right, shoot. Right. They're long. You're going to be there all day. You're not. I mean, if you don't understand the movie making process, you could get frustrated. Why do I have to do the same thing the over food's and awesome. over again? The food's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um, but the point is, it's not a good uh, first rodeo. Uh, it, it's definitely not a good first rodeo. It's 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 good for a girl who's done a lot of movies, done a lot, been in the business a long time, knows what to expect, and uh, and can and can perform. Yeah, I've been I've been uh, there's a point where I was I was directing as well. And, and the, uh, the producer would hire the girls and I'm in the car. I'm driving to a girl girl. I'm like, so what is it you like about women the most? And she goes, I've never been with a girl. And I'm like, oh, I got to sprinkle some pixie dust here because this is going to be. Yeah. So I turned around. But no, you have to be, go there. But yeah, casting is a whole thing. So I'm, I'm keep staying on this. This topic is casting is a huge thing uh, is it the new girl is it a veteran girl and then alan's now getting into letting you know people pick or get his the, the list the casting list up so it's very interesting that you guys can go over there and uh shit i'm gonna jump on let's do this shit. let's get some cool people over there um and and we talked about when Elsa was on set. She said, "Oh, you you." I remember Elsa directly saying to you, "Yeah, you you hired me in a lot of stuff." And you're like, "Yeah, I did." Yeah, you know? I mean, basically, uh, if a girl does well, that's who you want to come back, right? Yeah, of course. You know it's what I mean? A, not well, it's not like to a go good, find a new girl that's like going to do well. Good male talent. If the guy uh, is good at what he does, you're going to hire him all the time because it's a, it's that insurance policy. You're going to get a good scene. With the new girls, it's interesting because was that oh one oh two oh three or something? Uh, it was always new, 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 and, and everybody wanted you know Monica Sweetheart. Oh my God, she's the new girl. We have to have her on the cover, and you get performances that you know you're like, oh, you know, it's it's interesting. But but boy, girl's a bit of a different animal though. Especially boy, girl, and Gonzo are both a different animal because in a boy, girl, Gonzo scene, you could take a new girl and pair her with like a Marcus Dupree or a yeah. Manuel, and they'll drive the ship. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't have to do anything really. She doesn't have to do anything, but just get fucked. Right. You know what I mean? Like it, it's different if you're trying to do like a whole like movie oh yeah for you sure. know what i mean sure. and it's also different with girls because there's not necessarily like one person who's obviously supposed to drive the ship you know what i mean like right. that's something they kind of have to work out amongst themselves and and don't get me wrong i have girls who are like ringers you know what i mean who will come in and just like you know um handle it but um but it's always best with uh two kind of uh, experienced participants and I don't mean experience like ten years, but right, you gotta right. have like you know a couple of rodeos under your belt. What uh, what scenes uh, so far? Because we're in May right now. What what scenes have you done that really blown you away? Oh my god, we've had a phenomenal year. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Let's hear about it. Yeah, um, I would say uh, I'll I'll choose one uh, series uh, to focus on for the purposes of this discussion. Um, I've been doing um, mini series. Uh, we had a bunch of our feature series, some of which won uh, some awards, both in Xbiz and AVN. Um, uh, as far as uh, like six six series features um, that uh, Brie was writing. And uh, me and her were co-directing. And uh, I decided that I also wanted to write a couple of uh, stories. And uh, she afforded me the opportunity to write uh, a mini-series every month. 
All right. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. No, they're, they're a lot of fun. We've done a, a ton of them at this point. Um, and and I'm a big like sci fi fan, fantasy fan. So we've done stuff with like witches and, oh, wow. uh, you know, um, computer intelligence. And um, uh, we did one where uh, Riley Reed goes back in time to fuck her. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Yeah, no, it was dangerous, <laughs> bro. But yeah, we've done all. I did one where like one girl could read other girls' minds and you'd hear these voiceovers of their thoughts. Uh, Adriana was in that one. Wow, actually. nice. Um, so yeah, we've done all these really kind of like creative ones, and uh, the one that really stuck out for me this year was um, a uh, a series that we did called Fantasy Factory, and it was also a sci-fi series. It was set in the future, and it was uh, th- based on this premise that you could go to this girls' way pleasure park, and nice. uh, and you could fuck these android replicas of your favorite uh, girls' way porn stars. Wow. And uh, and you'd see like, you know, the and we and we named uh, usually I, I just let the girls have their real names, Adriana, right. Samantha, whatever. You know what I mean? Just to avoid confusion. But in this instance, uh, I gave them the names of different like actual active members on the girls. Wow. Website. So, so this guy would be like, hey, my name is Brett Maverick, who's one of our members over right. at uh, Brett Rossi played this character. Um, <laughs> and, and, and you'll see them go through this like orientation of what they want their fantasy to be and and, and them selecting which Dang. model they want want and it was all like you know and then alexis fox was like this android she's awesome by the way adriana was one of the androids and uh who was one of the other androids um um kenna james was one of the androids and anyway so they would do these things and and then brett rossi would be like you know stop um stop the scene and they'd pretend to like you know go defunct and stuff and serena blair who was like the technician in the background would come out and you know i wanted her to say this and that and and what i loved about this uh series um not just that it was like a really cool sci-fi kind of fantasy thing but that it really kind of mirrored what was going on in the real girls way site and and some of the like fantasies that i had the members the the the, the character members who were uh, cadence lux and brett rossi um uh requests were similar fantasies that i saw the members requesting and kind of seeing how that process took place Uh, to to give you an example uh we did one where um this character uh who was played by cadence lux uh her her name was morgan kane in the movie who's one of our real life girls way members wanted a, a reluctance uh fantasy with uh with a model and a reluctance seduction is very popular on girls way and and so she wanted Adriana because uh, you know Adriana was her dream porn star. So she got the Adri- Adriana. Cons too. Yeah, uh, yeah, I bet. It doesn't get um, any better than this, dude. So she got the Adriana Android replica, right? And uh, and she yeah, said, okay. women want to be raped. Sorry, that was Adriana. Go ahead. Yeah, that, that, that sounds like Adriana. Um, and then so Adriana pretends to be like reluctant, and and, and you just see this uh, this character like, oh, but you're so dirty, and I don't understand why you're wow. being like this. And, oh, so she's like playing against herself in, a, in yes, her, yes, her yes. yes, and it was great. And, Holy and crap! What, <laughs> and what I loved about that series is is how it mirrored uh, the conversation that the conversation depicted within that series uh, mirrored the conversation that's going on, and and it really kind of spoke about you know what we're asking these models to do in terms of specificity yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know the kind dinner, of winner, chicken dinner. <laughs> <laughs> that's mocha more just uh, the kind of specificity that we're asking these girls to perform you know what i that's mean it's crazy not about shit, like man. show up and fuck anymore it's it's uh, uh, it's very much which, a performance which i want to thank you for a couple of reasons and then we ask you what the, what your favorite all-time uh, science fiction mainstream movie is we'll get to that in a second uh i want to thank you because there i, I have actually had to do a lot of of uh, this industry as a whole this the incest thing right i I, i've done so much of it that i'm like i don't know but family role play family role play so see how where he goes with that but uh, i like that you're able to 
be free with that because a lot of companies say, here's what you're going to do. It's going to be da, 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 da. And you're like, oh, this feels like the passion project for you because you're able, you're a science fiction fan. You make science fiction movies. That's got to be a good feeling. That's what I'm saying. This, this whole show's been based around kind of really cool shit if you're on the producer side um, because you want to make stuff you're passionate about, but sometimes you can't. But when you get a chance to like you, you're like, fuck, look how cool this was. Well, <laughs> and that's it. If you have a passion for it, I happen to have a passion for sci-fi and fantasy. And as a result, uh, those, the, when I worked in those genres, those scenes came out really strong because, yeah. because I have a really good grasp on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I did some other, uh, uh, movies about some, you know, more mundane topics, the world of fashion, the world of, okay. you know what I mean? And, and, and they, they did well, but not as well because it wasn't something I was as as steeped in right right you know what's what the mean? greatest uh, mainstream science fiction movie ever made i like the matrix i like star wars i like um uh what's that one where tom cruise kept living the same day over and over again vanilla sky no it wasn't it was um um you know he kept waking up and you know they were having a war with the aliens oh and, jesus you know uh, what I'm talking about? The, the, the edge of tomorrow oh fuck i don't even um but uh yeah <laughs> nice. yeah no i love sci-fi i'm, I'm a sci-fi like nerd but uh, no, it's it, Girls' Way has been absolutely like a dream come true. I mean, especially from having ten years of like working the business and wishing I could do what I wanted to do. Right, right, right. Then having this company say you could do what you want to do, and having it all be so well received by the fans. I mean, I, I couldn't be happier about where things are in my career right now. You know? Sweet, perfect. Uh, is there any anything? I, I mean, I asked before, but uh, uh, maybe we get more detail. But is there is there something itching you in the back of your head? Is there a well, I can tell you what I'm working on right now. Oh, shit. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Let's do um, it. I, uh, because um, Brie is uh, working a lot more with uh, Craven over at Pretty Dirty, she gave me the opportunity to write and direct my own uh, full uh, featured series this year. And uh, I chose to work in the horror genre. Oh, shit. That's what I'm talking about. And uh, I'm going to make a uh, vampire movie. Oh, shit. A lesbian vampire movie. That's pretty cool. So that's something I've wanted to do for a long time, and it's uh, been something that I've been talking about with the members for a long time, and uh, it is in the process of becoming a reality. So what now Now uh, do the... Is this going to be a fan base casting or are you no, are you really uh, excited no. to do your uh, thing? This this is going to be a uh, it's going to be written and directed by me, the script. And uh, I essentially I mean, I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel here. I, I, I reached out to what, what I perceived as our most popular models and, and just cast those girls. Oh, OK, perfect. You know, the girls that have, have had the, the best track record. I mean, uh you know, uh, I mean, like you said, casting is an incredibly important part of the process. And with the right cast, it's, it's hard to fail, though you could. But uh, with the wrong cast, depending on the day, right? Yeah, exactly. I had a fight with my boyfriend. You're like, but you're really good. No, you know, not you know, the girls I'm talking about that wouldn't face them. They'd come in and handle it anyways. I think we know these kind yeah. of people. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, um, I'm just saying the uh, it, even with the wrong cast, all the effort in the world isn't going to save it. That's correct. All right. On that note, I'm looking for the outro music, Alan. Can you see me hunting for it? <laughs> um, no. So uh, thanks again, guys. Please follow uh, Stills by Alan. It's at Stills by Alan, girlsway.com. Is there any other social media that you have? you have an Instagram? Yeah, well, there's a Girlsway uh, Network is our social media for Girlsway. And uh, you can uh, uh, follow Bree Mills. I believe she's at Bree Mills. Um, I no, maybe not. I don't know. I don't want to say the wrong thing. Um, we have we have a, tens of thousands of fans, Alan. You would not want to send yeah, them no, to the I wrong wanna, place. 
I don't want to send them to the wrong place. Uh, the Bree Mills. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So you can follow me. You can follow Bree. You can follow Craven at Bad Boy Craven. Uh, you can follow our sister site, uh, prettydirty.com, uh, at Pretty Dirty. And, uh, and obviously, you're going to want to follow uh, at Girls Way Network for uh, your home to uh, – uh, for lesbian porn. Now you were uh, you were talking a little bit about uh, taboo genre and family yes. role play. I'd be happy yes. to discuss that with you. Uh, to the best of my understanding, I could be wrong, but to the best of my understanding, we have the number one um, mommy daughter site, uh, mommy stepdaughter okay. site on the entire internet. So, See how he properly um, did that. See how you say. <laughs> yes. Yes. No. I'm very specific about the stuff. And he is. Trust me. I was. So, I was it, right next to him, and he's like, "No, go back. Just say it once, and then we're good." <laughs> He's got happens. this shit down with science. So. But, but uh, yeah, if you had any more questions about that, I'd be happy to talk about it, uh, especially in terms of what I was talking, uh, talking about earlier. I mean, that's not a fetish I personally have, but I really diligently try to uh, understand the psychology behind it. And uh, I try to, uh, you know, kind of uh, coach the girls as far as like dialogue and, and stuff like that uh, to, I guess, what's been so far a good effect. But, uh, but uh, if you're interested in talking about that aspect of the industry, I have uh, a lot of uh, experience and knowledge. Sweet. Uh, before we get on out of here, uh, personal fetishes. Uh, what do you What do you like to What do you like to see? What is What's your passion for? Because uh, you know, when I was, I still do. But you You, you want to be passionate about your stuff, and I know what really. I've said it for three years, but uh, is what What do you like? What stimulates you? What gets you up? Like if you're like, I got to do this movie. I man, if it could be Bubba. What's your ultimate movie? No budget. Or, or tons of budget, uh, tons of budget and girls you like. What would you, I mean, you're doing a vampire thing. That sounds like that's right or alley, right? Yeah, yeah. And I'd like to do more uh, sci-fi and stuff like that. Are you asking about what I would personally yeah, watch what to really, masturbate what, to? What or really just gets what, you, uh, what gets I mean, you to, to up in the morning? To be honest, <laughs> I don't masturbate to porn and I haven't for a while um, just because I like know the people. And, right. You know what I mean? Wait, like, that's, that. I know that house. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, you know, like especially the dudes, you know what I mean? Um, so I, I kind of stopped at a point masturbating to porn. Um, I kind of just use my imagination now. Um, but um, but uh, as far as like what I'd like to work on, just more of the same. I, I'd like to Sweet. do, uh, I, I think uh, after I'm done with the Vampire series, I'd like to maybe approach uh, some sequels for some of our more popular miniseries. Oh, wow, that's cool. See if we can expand those into like larger kind of things. Uh, uh, me and Brie have always talked about creating a universe, if you will, like almost like Marvel with like recurring characters and kind of interconnecting storylines cool, yeah. and, you know. Well, that's fantastic. Let me see if I can do this, Alan, without Khan around. I believe in you, Sal. I'm trying. Like All right. Thank you so much. Stills by Alan for coming down. Uh, don't forget to follow us. At, oh, there we go. Perfect. Don't forget to follow us at PornDirectorPodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at PornDirectPod. At Sal Genoa. OnlyFans.com. Sal underscore Genoa. Facebook.com. CON.pp. You can search the Corner Podcast on YouTube, Stitch, yeah. iTunes, Vid.me. Get our video format. It's only $5 a month. Email Sal or Khan at PornDirectPodcast.com. And Adam and Eve, since we Sal from our girls, we free sex chair. Alan's going to do that tonight. And uh, thanks so much, Alan. Uh, usually it's uh, a bunch of wacky girls, but tonight we had a great conversation about the industry. And I know a lot of you guys want to get into the industry, and Alan has done that. He packed his bag from back and took his shack and came out and put great things in there. So, Alan, thanks for being here. See you guys next week. Thank you.
Oh, okay. Yeah. Investment, got the four fat presidents, slanging copy books full of my testaments. With my sketchbook, there's a little nugget. Frame that shit and save it in the cool Kicking ideas like ideas with bone dry beers and then both ears. The cheers of the coming years. So with a loud little fear. Yeah, the interstellar traveler in a pink tux with flabbing the passengers. Yellow duck, sun and margot, me socks. Labrador got a pastel wristwatch. Damn, that cardio 